Hey, Strategy Simplified. I'm excited to share today's podcast with you. It's a special episode with Simon Kucher and partners. Specifically, I'm talking with Stefan, who's a senior director out of the firm's Boston office. We're talking about opportunities for advanced degree candidates to break into consulting with the firm, specifically through the firm's Soar with Simon Kucher workshop. It's a great opportunity to get your foot in the door in consulting. There's a link in the show notes to learn more and to fill out the application. There is a deadline coming up shortly, so make sure to get your application in as soon as possible. Let's dive into the conversation. Strategy Simplified, I'm excited for this special episode with uh, Stefan Riku of Simon Kucher. Uh, Stefan is a senior director with the firm based out of Boston. He's an experienced advisor to leading pharmaceutical, vaccine, and biotech companies in both the U.S. and Europe across a broad range of therapeutic areas. Stefan completed his Ph.D. in biological and biomedical sciences from Harvard before joining Simon Kucher. Stefan, welcome to Strategy Simplified. Oh, thanks for having me, Jesus. Absolutely. Excited to, to chat, get to know more about the firm. Uh, is there anything else you'd like folks to know about you before we dive into the conversation? No, I think it was a good introduction. Uh, I started six years ago now in consulting, and I think it's definitely something that PhDs should consider. Uh, I know when I was looking at jobs during my PhD, it was still an alternative career, uh, but it can be actually a really good fit for a lot of PhDs. So definitely something uh, worth exploring. Absolutely. Yeah, and we're excited to to dive into that more and share how, you know, what Simon Kucher is doing to make consulting opportunities more broadly available to to PhDs and, and other advanced degrees. So before we dive into that specific part of the conversation, you know, for those who don't know the firm, can you just kick us off with a brief overview of Simon Kucher? Yeah, so Simon Kucher, it's the leading growth advisor for companies, both globally and across industries. And so we focus on helping companies boost their revenues and profits uh, better and more sustainably. And we do this across a lot of different divisions. And so as you mentioned, I'm in the life science division. And so that's primarily what I will be talking about today. But there we cover a broad range, not just life sciences. And we focus on a few different topics to help companies grow, primarily around strategy, marketing, pricing, sales, digitalization, and transformation. And uh, this is really, as some people call it, the sunny side of consulting, because we're no, not really focused on cost cutting, but really helping these companies grow better. Um, and so I started in the life science division. I think for others interested in life sciences, it's uh, unique in that when you join the company uh, with a life science background, you're joining the life science division and you join specifically to work on life sciences projects, which for me was super appealing because I had been in the life sciences space for 10 years and gave me a chance to continue working down that road. Um, so I think that's a bit of a summary for Simon Kuncher. We're global. So we have 42 offices across 27 countries, uh, which helps for a lot of our projects that are global in scope, uh, but really focused in all those projects on helping companies grow. Stefan, that's a great intro to the firm, and I'm excited to dive into uh, more specific pieces uh, of the firm. But for the sake of this conversation, let's take this to to advanced degrees. And so yeah, the firm is running a workshop called SOAR with Simon Kucher. Uh, can you just share what the program is and why the firm launched it? You know, What need did you see in the market for this program? 
Yeah. So it's the third year we do this. And initially it was in person in our Boston office. And we've changed this to a two-day virtual program now, which allows us to reach more PhDs instead of focusing only to our local Boston community, really allowing people across the U.S. to access Simon Kutcher. And the reason for the program was to give doctoral students across the U.S. a chance to get to know Simon Kutcher, help them prepare for interviews, and also by participating in the program, they also get fast-tracked to uh, full-time applications. And this is primarily focusing on people who are who would be starting or looking to start a full-time position in 2024 or 2025. Uh, but it's really to help them transition towards the full-time application process. Stefan, it sounds like if I'm a doctoral student looking to, to transition to consulting, this is this might be you know a fast track to to a role in consulting. Is that fair to say? That's that's exactly right. And I mean, even if you decide not to participate in the workshop, it doesn't mean you can't apply to a full time position. But it definitely helps get to know us a bit better, and for us to get to know you as well. Absolutely. You mentioned PhDs. Is this open to backgrounds other than PhDs? You know. PharmDs or MDs, or is this limited to PhDs? Primarily PhDs, but we are still open to uh, MDs, uh, PharmDs, doctors in veterinary medicine. Uh, so I think there are a f- lot of different options, but it does need to be a field that is related or focused on life sciences because that would be what we're hiring for. Amazing. Uh, so for, for folks interested in life sciences, it sounds like they should get their application. And as soon as possible, you know, I understand the firm has an application deadline right around the corner, uh, and we'll make sure to link to that in the show notes. But can you share just when that deadline is uh, and what the application process looks like? Yeah, so right around the corner is right. The application deadline is on April 2nd, so this Sunday at 11.59 p.m. Eastern. Uh, so not a lot of time, but that first step in the application is just submitting your resume and cover letter with an optional cover letter. Um, and then after that, you would be invited for a short uh, virtual video interview. And then the next step after getting through that would be a in or virtual, but with a real consultant. And hopefully we can make it so that it is also a PhD student or a doctoral student that's conducting the interview so that you also get to know us from that, from that perspective as well. Uh, so one short 30 minute interview with a consultant and then the next step would then be a final round interview or a series of three final round interviews in one day uh, with uh, directors and partners within Simon Kutcher. So the, the firm's not messing around. You're taking this, this recruiting process very, very seriously as yeah, it, it does lead to a final round interview you know, with folks that are accepted. Sorry, we have a limited number of spots. And so I think we definitely want strong candidates to apply. Like you said, it's a fast track to the full-time application process. Um, so getting through that step to get into uh, Thor would already be um, the most of the way there to the final full step application. Absolutely. Uh, so Stefan, in the application, if I'm looking to set myself apart as a strong candidate, as a top performer, do you have one to two tips for the application process? You know, maybe a few skills that you'd be looking to be highlighted on the resume and cover letter? think of a few things and it's not too different from what we would be looking for in a full-time position. 
but I did mention the cover letter is optional, but it is, I would strongly recommend it because it's very difficult to understand uh, where a candidate is coming from and their thinking by just looking at a resume and try to read between bullets on a resume. Uh, so I'd really encourage everyone to submit that cover letter and make sure that in that cover letter, you highlight your strong interest in life sciences and also a genuine interest in consulting. Um, I know some grad programs have consulting clubs, but not all of them. And so it doesn't need to be that you're involved in your day-to-day in a consulting club or case competitions because they are not available to everyone, but just showing at least a strong interest or looking, showing that you've pursued some aspect of consulting in your PhD, um, in your years as a PhD or doctoral student uh, would be super helpful to highlight there. And then some of the other pieces we'd be looking for around communication and problem solving. So anything that you can highlight around there would also probably help your case. What are some of those opportunities? What what are the best ways for someone in academia to, you know, gain that, you know, consulting experience, or at least, you know, be able to show that strong interest in consulting, you know, maybe specifically for someone who doesn't have access to a consulting club on campus? Yeah, and I think it's it's a challenge, but it's become a lot easier. Uh, now there are case competitions that are all virtual and are open to uh, students around the U.S., even around the world for some of them. Uh, so there are a lot of virtual opportunities now that didn't exist. And I think it's also true for some volunteer consulting clubs that are available and that are not based at any one school, but open to a broader set of people. But if that's not an option, then there is still, I think, education you can do yourself just in terms of reading about various consulting topics or trying to reach out to people within consulting companies to show that you're really dedicated and trying to learn more about this space. Absolutely. I think it's so important to highlight that you're interested in not just the academic side of things, but the, the business side of things, the consulting side of things. Um, and I'll just give a shameless plug there for for folks who maybe don't have access to a consulting club or at some of the other opportunities. Uh, Management Consultant has a, a, a one-week virtual consulting project that we run a couple of times a year that's that's helpful to, to build those consulting skills and be able to show that, hey, I've done something in this world and, and you know, uh, I have interest in, in, in consulting. And so uh, we'll make sure to link to that in the show notes. You've got the app application. Moving forward to that interview process, you know, with the ones with, with, with the real, the human interviewers... <laughs> Do you have one to two tips uh, to help for candidates to help them prepare for those interviews and to really, you know, stand out as a rock star candidate? Yeah, absolutely. And these are things that I think are not specific to Simon Kutcher and are just apply for any interview that you go into. Uh, but first thing would be to learn or read about the company you are applying to. Um, oftentimes we get candidates who don't even know you know, what type of consulting we do and um, just spend a bit of time. Yeah, just spend a bit of time going on the company's website. Um, if you have the opportunity to talk to current consultants, it's also super helpful in learning the type of work that that is done in the company you're applying to. Uh, so that would be the first thing. Second one would be to practice cases. All of these are going to be case interviews. So really important that you are comfortable with that process. You know, it's really unique to consulting um, and takes you know, some people get the hang of it very quickly. Others, it takes a bit longer. So definitely practice those before starting the process. And then the last piece would just be to ask thoughtful questions. And I think it's probably questions with an S there because again, here we have 
a lot of candidates go in and they ask their follow-up question. They've been preparing for weeks and then it's like, okay, I checked it off, check it off the list, but it's really, you know, try to ask also a follow-up question to show that you're engaged in that discussion. And it's not just, Hey, I asked the follow-up question, good job. And then move on uh, to the next interview. Right. Uh, so try to also, and that highlights a bit the communication that we're looking for there. So um, try to be engaged in the discussion and think about a couple of questions that are maybe connected to help with that. So you're saying I probably can't show up to the interview and just wing it without any prep. You might be able to, but it's a risk you're taking, right? It's, it is a risk and it's not one we'd advise candidates take for sure. The case interview is a, is a unique beast and it, it requires a, a good bit of prep. We'll be right back after this quick message. Hey there, are you looking to break into consulting this year? In addition to continuing to listen to this podcast, there are a bunch of other ways you can engage with Management Consultant. Check out our website, managementconsultant.com. On there, one of the ways you'll find to engage with us is through Black Belt, our premium case prep program. In the program, you receive one-on-one mentorship and prep support from a former MBB consultant. They're there to guide you to offer success through developing a personalized plan for your prep and guiding you through drill-based coaching sessions. In addition, you'll receive expert resume and cover letter edits. Because let's be honest, case prep is only so good if you don't get the interview. 80% of Black Belt's land offers, which is why it's the world's most effective consulting prep program. If you're ready to quit wasting time in your prep process, join today. The next cohort of Black Belt kicks off very soon with a group training session on the fundamentals of consulting, recruiting, and spots are selling fast. Learn more, register, check out the link in this episode's show notes. All right, let's get back to the show. I want to double click into something you mentioned there about, you know, quote unquote networking, you know, just talking with, with people at the firms, you know, you're speaking our language. We tell candidates all the time when we're working with them, like, hey, the best way to, to get to know a firm is to speak with people there. You know, you, you get a sense of, of the culture. Uh, what, what would you say is the best way for folks to, to go through that process, to get in touch with, with someone at, at the firm? Is it, is it LinkedIn? Is it, you know, website? How does that, how would you recommend folks go about that? Yeah, probably three different things that you could do. One is maybe the, um, old fashioned, but at least pre pandemic way would be to just show up at a career fair and talk to representatives that are there. Uh, so that is still exists. And I think a lot of career fairs are coming back. And especially if it's one that's focused on consulting, then you can, uh, get a lot of FaceTime with existing consultants from a variety of different companies and within one day get a sense of how are they all different from one another. The other piece would be to uh, leverage your LinkedIn network. Um, and it doesn't have to be a direct contact that you have, but if you've gone to you know, either your undergrad or grad school or some you know, secondary connection that you have, I just reached out on LinkedIn. And I think it's helpful if you have at least some connection and that it's not completely out of the blue. Uh, because then you may or may not get an answer depending uh-huh. on how busy the person is. But you still are, I think, through your schools have a lot of connections that, that you can leverage for this. And then the last piece, it could be, depending on the size of the company, it could work or maybe not, but to just reach out to the uh, recruiting team directly from that company and say, hey, would there be an opportunity to just chat with somebody um, for 30 minutes? And they could also help set up an informal coffee chat or something. Okay, great. Well, I don't want to put you on the spot, but can folks reach out to you? 
Absolutely. But again, if there is a, if there is more of a connection than an out of the blue request for a, for a chat, but I, I'm happy to, I'm happy to chat um, and share my experience as well. Uh, if you reach out. Okay. Uh, I apologize in advance if you get a hundred uh, LinkedIn messages. Not a problem. All right. Uh, Stefan, we've, we've talked a, a good bit about the SOAR with, with Simon Kucher workshop for advanced degrees. Um, what would you tell to a candidate who's on the fence about applying? You know, they're not sure if if this is for them or if, uh, you know, this is the right time for them. Yeah, I, I would encourage them to apply. I think applying, it often feels like a very one-sided process um, that you're completely at the mercy of your interviewer, but it's it's very much a two-sided discussion because it's also for you to understand whether you're connecting with the person that's interviewing you because these are the people that you would be working with. Uh, so I think it's important to go through the interview process, not just so you get the job offer at the end of it, but also to feel comfortable going into this job and that you actually want to work with these people. Uh, so even if you're not sure, I think just going through the process can be super helpful to learn more about the company, learn more about the people. And maybe by the end of it, you'll know definitely you don't want this, then please you know, don't don't come to the workshop anyways, even if you have the offer. Uh, but hopefully after the the process, you will be even more excited and want to participate in the workshop. It's a win-win, right? You get to figure out like, hey, hey are these people, you know, ones that I w- would want to work with, uh, you know, is this something I'm, I'm interested in? And if not, you get to self-select and, you know, avoid going through the process at another, t- another time and you know, the wasted time and effort. Yeah. And even if you have and mentioned those follow-up questions, but if you're unsure about consulting or you have specific questions that are causing this uncertainty, then this is also the time to ask in most of these interviews, there's time at the end for those questions. Uh, so definitely also, if there are things on your mind that causes uncertainty, definitely it's the right time to um, to address those. Mm-hmm. Do you have an example of like a great follow-up question that either you've asked or you've heard, you know, you've had asked to, to you? Um, I think a good follow-up question would be something that really highlights your interest in the company. So I think a very standard one is about, you know, my favorite project or least favorite project or something that shows both your interest in the work that we do, but also, you know, the interviewers really like talking about themselves sometimes. Uh, not all of them, but it's, it's often, uh, it's easier at least to just talk about something you're familiar with. Uh, so I think that's an easy question that that really hits two birds with one stone and and also allows the, the applicant to um, to hear about again, the type of work that we do. So it's again, a win-win question because everybody benefits from that question. And it really shows that they could positive light on the, um, on the person asking the question. That's awesome. Uh, thanks for answering all my uh, out of left field questions, Stefan. All right. Well, folks, you heard it from uh, the man himself. Go get your application in. Uh, there's a link in the show notes where you can learn more and, and apply. Um, but we're not, we're not done with this conversation. Stefan, I'd love to, to zoom out just a little bit you know, you're a PhD and you know the value that people with quote unquote non-traditional backgrounds bring to the consulting table. 
What are the advantages Simon Kuger sees in di- diversifying its talent base beyond, you know, the standard business or economics backgrounds to academia or medicine? Yeah, and I, I don't know that it's really diversifying for us. We were started by three PhDs back in 1985. And I think since then we've had uh, consistent interest in hiring advanced degrees, especially in the life science division, because we know how much value they bring to our team. And if we look at our US team in the life sciences, about 25% of our consultants have some advanced degree. Uh, So it's definitely something we look into uh, because having that, um, that background, strong background in life sciences is super helpful in addressing many of the problems that our clients come to us about. I think it's good to understand the business and we do also value people with a business background and I think on all our teams, we try to have people with diverse backgrounds, some that are stronger in life sciences, some maybe in business, uh, just to have different perspectives on a project. Uh, so that's definitely something we value from PhDs. And in addition to that, having gone through the process myself, uh, there are a lot of skills that are directly transferable from a PhD or other doctoral degree. One would be on communication, around synthesis of data, because you're just collecting so much information over the course of your PhD and you just have to synthesize it, uh, solving problems. That's essentially what you're doing over the multiple years uh, in the lab or wherever you may be during your PhD. Uh, So I think a lot of transferable skills and it's also something when PhDs start on our teams, we also expect them to ramp up a bit quicker than somebody coming directly from an undergrad degree. Uh, So works both ways, but it's also, um, like I mentioned at the beginning, a very good um, career option for many PhDs. I love that. There's so many opportunities or even more opportunities than there were 10 years ago for advanced degrees to to move into consulting. I love how, how Simon Kucher is, you know, this is old news. <laughs> You've been doing this for 30, 40 years. Uh, so, uh, Final question before we get to um, some some fun, more personal questions. Uh, for any listeners who are looking to break into life sciences of consulting, or e- you know, even a branch outside of life sciences, but they're not in an an advanced degree program, you know, they don't qualify for the the SOAR workshop. Uh, is Simon Kucher hiring now? You know, for full time roles that they can apply for. So at the moment, we're in between cycles for full time applicants. Uh, but I would keep a close eye on the Simon Kucher uh, careers website. Um, and that's where all new postings will, uh, will be listed. And those will include both for undergrad and for advanced degree candidates. Uh, we have internships for both those uh, career paths. And we also will have full-time positions that will be posted. Uh, so again, if it's something you're not sure you want to commit to a full-time position and want to spend a couple months just working on projects and seeing what it is, what it means to be a consultant, uh, then an internship is also something that we offer for both undergrad and advanced degree candidates. Um, again, I think for this year, there are, I think we still have a couple undergrad internship positions left, uh, but no more for the, uh, for the PhD grads for most of our offices. So uh, might be nearing the end of that cycle, but mm-hmm. as I said, keep an eye on the careers page because uh, more will be listed on there in the coming months. Okay. All right. Well, we'll have to bookmark the careers page and stay tuned. 
All right, Stefan, well, it's been great chatting about, about the firm, about pathways for PhDs to break in. I'd love to get to know you a little bit more on a personal level here with a couple of uh, quick questions. So number one, uh, what's one book, uh, quote, or just piece of wisdom you received that's made the greatest impact on your life or your career? Um, yeah, I think a, um, yeah, close mentor from, uh, from undergrad told me, I think this was during grad school, but he said, just keep showing up. Um, and I think that's been super helpful to keep in mind. And I think just in terms of perseverance, I think during many PhDs can probably relate to this, but sometimes it takes a little bit of, uh, yeah, mental strength to get through those those times when none of the experiments are working. And I think that was particularly helpful. And that's when he had told me this, but it's also been helpful in just pursuing opportunities that come up uh, because unless you're there uh, and kind of grasp at any opportunities that arise, um, you may not get too far. And so I think it's been a very simple piece of wisdom, but that's actually helped me uh, go a long way. Just keep showing up. Love that. All right. One person you'd love to get dinner with and why? Uh, I qualify by saying, you know, dead or alive? Um, definitely alive. And it would be uh, Eliud Kipchoge, um, the marathoner who recently or in the last two years ran under two hours for his marathon. And it's, uh, yeah, I, I'm a big distance runner myself, uh, trying to run a half marathon in every state. And it would just be a really interesting to hear about how he is able to have this mental strength to overcome those obstacles and keep going mile after mile on every one of his marathons. So really inspiring to watch him run. I actually had a chance to see him in Boston um, during the marathon where I volunteer every year. And yeah, just amazing how fast those elite runners go. So would definitely want to uh, hear his thoughts and hear how he can keep himself going day after day and mile after mile. Two hours. That's crazy. How, yeah. how, ma- how <laughs> many um, How many half marathons have you run or how many states have you hit? Uh, there are a lot of states in the U.S., but it's only 11 so far. Um, I can blame the pandemic in some parts, but there's still a long way to go. Amazing. Are you signed up for your next one? Do you know where that, well, that'll be? Uh, next one will be in Cleveland okay. um, in May. Oh, amazing. Wow. So if you want to talk about Simon Kutcher in Cleveland, I will be there. (laughs) (laughs) Hit hit him up. Uh, Amazing. Well, Stefan, it's been a pleasure chatting. Excited to, to, yeah, keep letting folks know about the opportunities at Simon Kutcher and the great work that you all are doing. Thanks for your time today. Well, thanks a lot, Jason. Make sure to submit your application for the Soar with Simon Kutcher workshop as soon as possible because there is a deadline right around the corner. Learn more and apply via the link in the show notes. If you enjoyed this conversation with Stefan, please go ahead and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. We want to hear what you think. Please give us your feedback, your honest thoughts. Uh, We are not afraid of it. We'd love to hear what you think. Thanks for being a listener. We'll catch you again on another episode soon.